state of Mississippi. Papa was a copper and the mama was a hippie. In Alabama, she was swing a hammer. Price you gotta pay when you break the panorama. She never knew that there was anything more than gold. What in the world does your company take me for? Black bandana, sweet Louisiana. Robbing on a bank in the state of Indiana. She's a runner, rebel. about 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. You are listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. The show is Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. And impeachment <coughs> is going to continue. The hearings drip, drip, drip. Well, it'll be a drippity drip drip this week. There's a bunch of pretty interesting ones coming. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, <coughs> they're building the case up pretty slow and sure and basically these witnesses are uh, solid civil servants I mean if there was one good thing about last week I mean let's forget about the word pizzazz what kind of nonsense is that I mean some critics said they lack pizzazz look this is the, <laughs> this is legal stuff I mean you go to a court watch a trial for four days and Gee, Roger Stone, convicted on all seven counts. <laughs> Another high-ranking friend of Donald Trump connected to the 2016 election. Aw, too bad. On the cover of a Roger Stone. <laughs> yeah, Richard Nixon goes to prison at last Finally. in in tattoo form. Yeah, tattoo form. <clears throat> I thought it was funny that the uh, prosecutors actually requested that he be jailed immediately because of his previous shenanigans, as they put it. Uh, he, of course, is counting on uh, a pardon, I think. Don't know if Trump was going to do that. <laughs> uh, Roger Stone already performed his services for Donald Trump. He lied. But anyway, I, you know, like, for instance, Ambassador Taylor, I mean, he was really solid. I mean, if you actually read the uh, sort of blow-by-blow -blow daily account of what he discovered, what he knew, what people were saying, it's pretty—it's a pretty remarkable record. And he said right off the bat, I'm not here uh, to decide impeachment. That's up to you. I'm here to tell you the facts as I know them, okay? And what they've established beyond any doubt— 
is that the military aid was withheld. And it was only released after Congress found out about the withholding of the aid well, wasn't from the all, whistleblower. Towards the very end of his testimony, uh, Taylor also said, oh, and then there was this other phone call that an aide of mine informed me about. Yes. Which I must tell you about now. And uh, that guy appeared in private before the uh, House Intelligence Committee. Holmes yep. is uh, the last name there. <clears throat> He will be uh, testifying in public uh, what day have I, uh, Wednesday. Uh, so, uh, Gordo, don't call me the dingus Sondland, uh, in the morning, and then uh, Holmes uh, in the afternoon. Uh, and the anecdotes surrounding that particular phone call done over a non-secure cell phone at a Ukrainian restaurant. Where Trump is shouting so loudly, silently. <laughs> you can hear it right through the... It's not necessary that it was on speakerphone. It, it, it transformed into a speakerphone call because uh, Donald Trump, it's been reported, quite consistently shouts on the phone at people. Because people can't. You Are you hearing me? That's right. If I talk a little louder. <laughs> do, will you understand me if I talk a little louder? Oh, yeah, right, that's a, right. That's a famous uh, situation in which couples debate. <laughs> I can hear you. You don't need to talk any louder. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Taylor was very effective. Obviously, the ambassador uh, came across as a very sympathetic victim of this whole uh, hand grenade. Yeah, Giuliani. not just victim, but also I think her story is compelling in that it provides a context for uh what it's like in Ukraine right? for Ukrainian citizens who had this hopeful, optimistic uh, people's rebellion in the public square a couple of years back that initiated this whole uh, anti-corruption kick amongst Ukrainian citizens. And the fact that uh, Ivanovich was able to testify that, oh, yeah, the day I was announcing this award being given in the memory of this Ukrainian woman who was an anti-corruption uh you know, a uh, public servant <clears throat> who died when acid was flung on her. Right. Well, earlier that day, the president of the United States flung symbolic vitriol. Sure. Uh, all over Yovanovitch. I thought that really tied together the, oh, and I, was it? Witness tampering. Witness tampering. Was it, um, <clears throat> I think it was uh, uh, Kent. Uh, the guy with the bow tie who uh, appeared. Uh, oh, at the Mr. Same time. Mr. Peabody. Uh, Mr. Peabody. Uh, George Kent is his name. Um, a very effective witness. But yeah, um, and a third generation uh, State Department uh, public servant. Sure. As it happens, uh, he threw out the uh, very amusing line that if you're going to run a serious anti-corruption campaign, you're going to piss off some corrupt people. Indeed. Clearly, the behavior and shenanigans, as Bill Barr wants to uh, characterize uh, what goes on at the White House these days, uh, clearly these are the desperate thrashings and uh, grogging abouts of a pissed-off, corrupt individual. I mean, as you say, witness tampering live in plain sight on in social media. In plain sight with... with um... <clears throat> 
Roger Stone about to be convicted of witness tampering on all seven counts. I mean, his defense in his trial, just to change, uh, switch back to him just for a second. Roger. Roger. Was remarkable. What did he do? He played the transcript of his testimony. He kept listening to Trump. Read the transcript. Read the transcript. It's like, well, I have indeed read the transcript quite a bit. Uh, nothing that the whistleblower has asserted has been disproven. I mean, nothing. Now, irrelevancies are common. Uh, for instance, you know, Jim Jordan, who's the star questioner for the Republican Party, tried to get Taylor on this track where, oh, you never talked to Chief of Staff Mulvaney. Taylor, I never did. You never met the president. I never did. Well, why would he? That's generally... Uh... He replaced... Uh, That's true for all ambassadors, most right. ambassadors, certainly. Well, and he, he replaced um, uh, Yovanovitch. Uh, he was brought well, After in. that month-long gap, which again sure. was an important part of her testimony, to, oh, there was this convenient month-long gap where Los Tres Amigos yes. uh, swept in before Taylor was there as a credentialed guy. And hopefully the impeachment hearings, if they continue, we can get some pizzazz. I'd kind of like to see Donald Trump be given a... A six-shooter with the three amigos, they can put on sombreros, and he can fire bullets. Well, they could get a Mexican Dance. standoff going with the three of them. <laughs> Dance! You know, that's an old uh, Western. Well, uh, uh, not that anybody <laughs> cinematic, takes it. Uh, it's in a lot of Westerns. Not that anybody takes it uh, with one iota of seriousness, but apparently. Trump would look uh, kind of good in a cowboy hat, I think. <laughs> Uh, Trump is saying that, well, maybe I will go in and testify. Yeah, I, right. I, I, yeah, that's, that's not a thing that's going to happen. And, uh, well, it won't. And of course, today, the, the sort of the big story, yes, there was a stay on his uh, tax returns for a couple of weeks. Who cares that that's going to continue to, uh, roll right along uh, one way or another, in my opinion, just because of the teapot the teapot dome laws. Well, the stay, I mean, that's just... Temporary. Te that's a temporary thing, yeah. so that will subside. That allows for the arguments to be uh, heard uh, again or refined or whatever. But the big news was that the House of Representatives' uh, lawyer uh, was in court claiming that Donald Trump committed perjury uh, in the Mueller probe. Mm. Let's remember that in the Mueller probe... His uh, written answers. Yeah, he gave written answers, and he also asserted uh, 30 times that he couldn't remember things. Uh, this is the guy who's a very stable genius, really high IQ, great memory. My cabinet has the highest IQ in the history of human civilization. I mean, come on. Uh, Donald Trump, of course, offered to be interviewed by Mueller, and then he backed down. Now, why? Well, <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> His lawyers told him... Uh, you couldn't keep a story straight even if, you know, you were reading it off of notes. That's right. Clearly, you can't even read off of notes. You have so many lies going on here. I mean, he probably would have been interested in subordination of perjury uh, involving Donald Jr., Who's back in the news again? Again, you know he's trying to expose the whistleblower on his website. Uh, oh, and it was quite amusing to see that he was paid fifty thousand dollars 
to appear as a, as a public speaker at the University of Florida. And uh, the college president of Florida is being impeached over this <laughs> because the students have to pay the $50,000 in their fees. And it doesn't seem that he went through the proper channels to approve this money for Donald Jr.'s appearance. And I don't know what... What does Don Jr. know about anything? That's what anyway, I'm saying. I mean... <laughs> How to, how to break the law. I wouldn't pay him 50 cents to yeah. say anything. So Here's 50 cents. Shut up. The, the fact that the college president of the university, student president of the University of Florida, is uh, being impeached is rather interesting. Perhaps. It is a deed in custom, as Shakespeare once perhaps, observed. Uh, so he's, uh, yeah, clown. We got clown pants. He can appear as a character witness for. Mr. Clown Short Pants, uh, Don Jr. <laughs> he's he's got the short pants on, the really really short pants. Well, let's see how many appearances uh, Trump is invited to make uh, on election eve. That's right, another <laughs> defeat and subsequent from these this recent batch of uh, Louisiana. I mean, I mean, let's look. We we didn't talk about the elections last uh, week, but I mean, very quickly. Uh, Trump got creamed in Virginia, lost the city, uh, uh, county races in suburban Pennsylvania, lost the governor's race. In other words, all the places where he went to campaign, uh, other than Mississippi, a very impressive win in the state of Mississippi, (laughs) while we're told that Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions is going to run for the Senate again. Have you seen his ad? No. <laughs> I did everything the president said. Did I say one bitter word against him? No, I did not. Exactly. I'm still ready to support his agenda. Well, he is. That's, wow. That's what's so incredible about the... Fling me under the bus again. Trump uh, Sessions brouhaha that <laughs> erupted in July of 2017 when uh, Trump got upset that I never would have hired Sessions if I'd known that he was going to recuse himself from um, matters involving Russia. Well, what Trump ignores in the chronology of actual events, see, this is the thing that's interesting about history. History, of course, can be circular. And we all know that time, from a human perspective, is circular. But it's also linear. And certain events happen in a certain order and... Well, to paraphrase uh, Mayor Bloomberg, I can't go back and change the facts. (laughs) Well, let's remember that Jeff Sessions recused himself on Russia uh, after he got caught lying about meeting the Russian ambassador, not before. In his confirmation hearing. In his confirmation hearing where he promised to recuse himself on questions involving Hillary Clinton. So, of course, Donald Trump would say, oh, where's the server? Why aren't they in jail? <laughs> you know, in response to the conviction of on the cover of a Roger Stone. <laughs> it, it's and, and even accused Mueller of committing a crime. Uh, yeah, he didn't have a very good week, to say the least. Uh, I mean, you know, the Louisiana race was close, but this is a state Donald Trump won by 20 points. 
Couldn't 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 pull it off. Went there three times. Tried to nationalize the election. Didn't work for obvious reasons. Um, well, and the fact that they even, you know, <clears throat> to have to go to Mississippi. Yeah. To I mean, Mississippi should be an easy win column state for Republicans yeah. in pretty much any election. The fact that they even felt like y- you better we better go there. I mean, part of it is, of course, he just loves uh, to uh, whip up a crowd into a frothing frenzy. And then likes to claim <clears throat> credit for the victory. Right. Uh, he would have crowed nonstop had uh, uh, Mr. Edwards not uh, won re-election in Louisiana, but that didn't happen. <laughs> and, of course, uh, well, Stephen Miller seems like he's kind of in uh, hot water for once. Uh, not the first time, to say, say the least. His busy little fascist agenda knows no bounds. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, so not a good week for, for uh, Donald. Not a good week for Don Cherry either. <laughs> no, and that's not really worth talking about. But Not uh, really, but I mean, look, he's been saying those kinds of things for years. <clears throat> he's got this expression, you people. I've heard him say that on Hockey Night in Canada 50 times. And it's, you know, it's used, you know, discriminatively yeah. uh, towards not necessarily people of ethnic backgrounds, but you people who think there should be no fighting in hockey. Right. Or Talking you, about the actual yeah. game, he uses which, that expression. Which is, you know, longtime hockey fan, longtime <laughs> fan of CBC's coverage. Don Cherry's been slipping a little bit just on the details of the game itself lately. Yeah, well, he can't stay. He's, he's an old guy, you know. Eighty-five. He's had his run. He's had some it's, head injuries. He played it's time to let let this program go. Uh, it's unfortunate it goes out this way, yeah. but you know, if he wants to do a podcast or something where he can talk about the noble sacrifices of Canadian Armed Forces personnel, which I understand and appreciate why he does that, um, but the program is to talk about hockey. And yeah. if you can't do that, well, then the show's over. So. Well, yeah, and, and of course he's, yeah, it's it's the machismo of, of Don Cherry that got the better of him. Uh, but, yeah, sorry to see him go. Obviously, I, I had never agreed with his politics, but it's okay. You can promote uh, nationalism. There's nothing embarrassing about that. In fact, that was one of the great things that was refreshing about the testimony. Uh, the patriotism of any of these witnesses couldn't be questioned. Their commitment to the United States and, and their the pride and service and, American yeah. Constitution, the United States Constitution. They made that quite clear. We're going to have a military man uh, later in the week, Vindeman, who has devastating tomorrow. Yeah, devastating testimony. Uh, uh, if you've read uh, uh, press accounts of his uh, previous testimony. Um, and he did have firsthand information. Mm-hmm. So this idea that this is hearsay on top of hearsay is another uh, phony issue. And I also wanted to quickly bring up another incredibly phony issue. Uh, Barack Obama did not give, uh, quote, military aid to the Ukraine, but he did give economic aid. He made a distinction between aid and lethal aid. That's his right. Uh, that was part of uh, the the packages that were passed. Uh, there were there are a lot of reasons for that, by the way. Uh, Ukraine, if you read their politics over the last twenty years, 
It's been tumultuous. Mm-hmm. They've had the Orange Revolution. They had the Maidan protests. They've assassinations, had assassinations, Yanukovych, that poisoning, show trials, show trials. Stuff, yeah. uh, Timoshenko, the previous uh, one of the previous prime ministers, was jailed by her political opponents for trying to crack down on corruption. For trying to crack down on corruption, and sh- she, of course, was put on a show trial because she uh, made a deal with Vladimir Putin over. Uh, natural gas contracts. Uh, Putin had renegotiated a lease deal with the uh, naval base at Sevastopol, uh, and she was the negotiator in that deal. So Ukrainian politics has been very tumultuous, and there's plenty of corruption. Um, it is irrelevant whether Don, whether Obama didn't provide so-called military aid, because aid is fungible. It allows Ukraine to buy and be supplied weaponry from the Europeans. And even in the phone call with uh, Zelensky on the 25th of July, I've always been struck by how utterly ignorant Donald Trump is in that call. You know, he keeps talking about it's perfect. It's perfect. Well, not really. (laughs) He's confused about CrowdStrike. Uh, They're not a Ukrainian company. The server's not in the Ukraine. Uh, the prosecutor that Donald Trump apparently, and of course this is the, the call where he attacks Ambassador uh, Yovanovitch. Mm-hmm. She's no good. She's, she's trouble. She's that woman. She's bad news. And Zelensky, of course, comes across as this solicitous, agreeable man. Pliant. Yeah, pliant. Mr. President, you are the greatest of all time, I'm learning a lot from you. You know, he he's he he he's brown nosing with him, <laughs> to be expected. He's trying to play the game. He's a he's a rookie, right? He's a newbie. He he was a comedian on a reality show six months earlier. What does he know about politics? Nothing. Well, Lutsenko that was the prosecutor that Trump got all muddled up with in, in Sochin. He got them confused. Lutsenko was the one that was meeting with Rudy. Mm-hmm. Many meetings with Ruby. They were spreading the disinformation. And as we go further and further back, where is this Ukrainian conspiracy? Where does it go? Back to Vladimir Putin. It's being promulgated. Through Manafort and Deripowska, I yeah. believe, yeah. And and it's being promoted by the, the ultimate master of conspiracy theories, Sean Hannity. You know, he's he's on TV uh, promoting this nonsense, using John Solomon, uh, a dubious reporter uh, who has these, quote, facts about the Ukrainian connection to the intervention in this election. I mean, the idea that the Ukrainians were involved in the 2016 election is... On its face, pretty ludicrous. Really. And, oh, by the way, Joe Biden didn't run in 2016. So why is Donald Trump suddenly in March of 2019 interested in Joe Biden and corruption? (laughs) It's nowhere to be found in any record of Donald Trump's presidency before that. So this whole thing, and and by the way, Zelensky relieved Lutsenko of duty. In August, after the phone call. So he must have thought Trump was talking about Lutsenko. (laughs) 
I mean, the whole thing is just... Los tres amigos, maybe got confused. It's total confusion. It's a ball of confusion. It's Donald Trump. It's it's on collusion, on confusion, on delusion. I mean, it's 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 a three ring circus with the three amigos somewhere deep in hell. Richard Nixon's rolling his eyes and going, "I can't believe these morons." That's right. They should have listened to me. <laughs> There's a way to go about these sorts of things. I know how to run a cover up. <laughs> Trump can't even run a cover up. That's Lindsey Graham's new uh, defense. They're they're incompetent. Yeah, there oh. couldn't have been a cover up. You know, like okay, that's a really good defense. That's uh, a strong argument there, uh, prosecutor. Pre- you know, Lindsey Graham was the drum major in the Hillary, in the Bill Clinton impeachment. Uh, he was one of the leaders of yeah. the whole thing. So I wonder how uh, Lindsey Graham is going to react. If it emerges that Donald Trump committed perjury before Robert Mueller. Well, it depends on uh, when whoever's holding whatever dirt they've got on Lindsey Graham spills the beans. Because there's no other way to explain that man's behavior. There really isn't. Uh, Whether Trump's got something on him or the Russians have something on him, there's no logical reason for Lindsey Graham to behave the way he does, uh, short of dudes being blackmailed somehow. I mean, that's all I got. Well, he, I can... he either blackmailed or he's he's ultimately worried about the, the primary challenge because his credentials in the far right uh, milieu is sort of a question of a little bit of debate. That whole... He was good friends with John McCain, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was... At one point. Uh... Or he wanted to be seen as such, yeah. You know, to fashion himself as something, uh, seeing that perhaps as a, a pathway to uh, you know a heightened career uh, trajectory. But this whole thing about I'm afraid about being primaried from my right. Well, the further right, I mean, the Republican Party is already teetering on the precipice. It's in the Atlantic Ocean of I an think. edge here. <laughs> Uh, uh, called Beyond the Pale. It's out there. That's an old expression. Look it up to see what it means. It's like outside the realm of the acceptable. And so if these people get primaried from the right, gee, how do you think that plays out in a national election where uh, all the conventional wisdom always knows things pull back towards the center? Uh, You're talking about, in that context, a colossally crushing uh, defeat for the Republican Party, which... Well earned, you know. Here's open. Yeah, well, it, we'll see what happens. Obviously, a, a, a year is a long time in the future, and a lot can happen between now, now and then. Uh, don't be surprised if we uh, invade Grenada. You know, we we need a we need a quick, easy victory that Feel makes a good it, moment that makes America look good. Uh, you know, Trump's uh, comments about Somalia were uh, in the tweet were fascinating because that was one of uh, Ronald Reagan's Cold War uh, capers that didn't turn out too well. And I don't think Ambassador uh, Yovanovitch had anything to do with the problems in Somalia. I think that was a Cold War uh, chess match between Ethiopia and Somalia that Mm. involved the Soviet Union and the dictator Saeed Bari switched sides and yada, yada, yada. 
interesting story in and of itself. But uh, let's face it, the aid argument is is not going to work for uh, Donald Trump. The aid was released after he got caught. It's that right. simple. Yeah, the whistleblower complaint is, in essence, what forced that to be, well, now we got to let it go through. And, of course, this little uh, text message involving quid pro quo. It's my understanding that the uh, <clears throat> ICE uh, people, the Immigration Customs uh, Enforcement Bureau, is arresting people in Montana for speaking Spanish. <laughs> you know, like, that's not common around here. Can I see your ID? <laughs> well, when are Trump and Sondland going to be arrested for speaking Latin? I've always been suspicious of this quid pro quo terminology. Well, I think it makes more when sense. When did Trump to ever use quid pro quo in, in any conversation or but speech? suggest that they ran something by a lawyer and yeah. make sure that there is no quid pro quo. And he probably didn't know what it meant and said, quid pro quo, what's that? We ain't got one of these around. Uh, just good old-fashioned bribery and extortion. That's, that's right. That's what I understand and am and, and good at. Payoffs. You know, and so, yeah, they deny there was a quid pro quo. Well, how f odd to listen to one of the Republican questioners. I forget which one it was because I was listening on a uh, shaky uh, phone radio while I was on the uh, <clears throat> AATA bus system uh, dealing with the aftermath of the of the blizzard that we yeah. had last week. Yeah. Had to go get some groceries. Um, and he he began to question uh, the witness, uh, the, the ambassador, about Joe Biden withholding military aid as a quid pro quo involving the prosecution, involving the failure to prosecute. Uh, it was it was the, the lawyer in question was Sochin. The president at the time was Poroshenko. And the guy says, well, didn't Joe Biden withhold this aid? And she said, yeah, but he did that as part of America's national interest. It was an, it was it had been determined to be the official U.S. government's policy. So there was a quid pro quo. Right. <laughs> so, you know. Well, that's what it is. Sure, that's what foreign exactly. aid is. That's that is within the confines <laughs> yeah. of the, what's you know. This is the official government policy. We will give you this aid, but we're encouraging you to you know clean up this act or to right. you know look into this matter, which will secure that what we're giving you won't be misused. Uh, when it's a personal side deal, which is what all this is. And by the way, more and more legal experts are in agreement with the fact that. Any normal citizen going to trial with the strength of the kind of evidence that is already on display and available sure. would already be in plea bargain mode. That you wouldn't you wouldn't need to go to trial on this. You'd be like, well, you got me pretty good. Uh, here's what I know, and here's who helped. Uh, but because it's the president. Uh, we'll see how much longer uh, Mulvaney. Pompeo, Bolton can allow things to twist in the wind. Pompeo actually emerging today to make clear that he's not just a spineless weasel, but a grinning spineless weasel. Oh, yeah. When asked, uh, is uh, Taylor going to be punished at all for appearing? Is he going to be fired? Will you be looking for a new? Oh, I don't want to talk about anything to do with the impeachment hearing. Well, the question was not about the impeachment hearing. It was about 
your status as the nominal head of the State Department. He is the acting ambassador. He is the current and acting ambassador to And Ukraine. agreed to take the job on a temporary basis because he'd held this right. position before. He knows a lot about the actual uh, details.